we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. The law There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Ah! Oh, oh my god. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Critic Cast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you. Yeah, for yet another episode, Action Packed, uh, in the second half, I'm going to be talking about Quest TV and all that stuff that's been happening. It's like so weird. Yeah, so bloody weird. And then also in the final uh, episode, or rather the final part of the episode, I'm going to talk here about, um, you know, should you, what age should your children be allowed to choose their religious uh, stuff and so forth and whatever. Anyway, oh, you never get a moment's silence in Zimbabwe. Uh, just, just, just this week, uh, okay, it's just like the weirdest story ever, 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 absolutely ever. We we prevaricating over whether a woman by the name of Zodwa Babantu can come to Zimbabwe to come and perform during the carnival, and right now the big issue is because she says she will not wear panties, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh seriously, we're having this discussion at such a high level, and the reality of the situation is, uh, the 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 most recent situation. <laughs> this is an ongoing story. Some you know washed up actress was based in South Africa now, a Zimbabwean one was probably not going to be at the carnival. Wrote to the to the government and said, oh, we need her banned and so forth. And she is showing a letter on social media saying, oh, government has responded to me and you know what, we've gotten them barred. I don't know if she's the one who got them barred, got her barred, or if it's just politics and the politicians are trying to use her as an excuse. But to be honest, is this going to be a situation where, you know, we're not going to be going around che- checking if people wear panties or not? Seriously. And so what? If people are walking around the commandos, that become illegal? I mean, seriously, is it, we're going to become a nanny state now. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, like, you, you look at the reasoning, you know, because she doesn't really bring anything. Why doesn't the job go to another? You're based in South Africa, uh, Anne Nera. And yeah, but for all intents and purposes, you could be taking somebody else's job. And you're saying to this other person, they cannot come and make a living from Zimbabwe. That is just absolutely pillar move. And, and for the, a whole minister... A complete minister to write back and say, "Oh yeah, we understand your situation," May, uh, is 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 a mind fuck. To be honest, it's, it's just you sitting there. You're like, "I'm sorry, did you just do that?" In all honesty, did you just like did you did you just do that? To be honest, did you just actually write a whole letter and say, "Oh, this is the position of the government and so forth," like? You have no other problems. Like, <laughs> seriously, Mr. Joao, you have no, nothing else to look for. You're like, this is how bored you are. Like, seriously. I mean, it's like, it's like ridiculous, to be honest. It's like, it's like we're running a, a banana republic. I mean, just behave, guys. Anyway, I hope this uh, comes together. Given the fact that just the day before that, the Zimbabwe Tourism Authority, which is actually running the festival, has said, okay, sorry, Zodwabandu, you can do whatever you like, free expression and all of that, because we want to be seen as a as a normal country, don't we? We want to be seen as like, yeah, progressive. Yeah, oh, whatever. And let me go through uh, the other news that made the news. Uh, was it Pakelo's birthday? And uh, that was pretty awesome. 
Um, she's a, such a cool kid. She's coming around. She, she's 32 and she says now that she's, yeah, well, she's now coming around. And, uh, you know, the, the 30s are so scary. She's feeling more confident and that sort of thing. Terms of some daughter, I say she's no longer doing um, our perfect wedding, but she's going out with a bang. She just won three awards at the recent Mzansi Magic Awards. Um, viewers' Choice Awards, they call them. Uh, also, uh, Velocity is on. Uh, episode 2 is out. That is, uh, uh, Bam Tineri's uh, <clears throat> thing. If you go onto YouTube, you can find it. And 3mob.com is a partner on it. So, pretty awesome. Yeah. So, it's, a, it's, a, it's essentially a motivational video series. Uh, do you see the Mayweather versus uh, McGregor fight this weekend? How ridiculous was that, though? I mean, it was, it was one of those, yeah, Mayweather's going to win. But, oh, uh, well, you know. I was like, why did I stay up? Because the thing is, it ended up at, uh, coming on at 6 a.m. I'm not going to be honest. I fell asleep for a little bit because I was thinking, oh, next day there's Game of Thrones. So I had to get a bit of sleep. Uh, Shoko Festival is on. Uh, Gemma Griffiths, Tadadona, Guitar is Silent, as well as Jam Signal has been announced as part of a program, a late program. Shasha is also on the program. She's been announced. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. But uh, before we go, rest in peace to Gogo Mzenda, Maud Mzenda, who passed away. This past week, may her soul rest in peace. So yes, Larry, you listen to the Criticast. So uh, the other day, Zimbabweans woke up to the news that Kwese TV, uh, competitor for uh, the much bigger DSTV, was now going to be available in Zimbabwe. And a couple of decoders were sold and all the yada yada. And only for the Broadcasting uh, Authority of Zimbabwe to wake up the next day and say, oh, pretty much later in that same day, and say, no, actually, they don't have a license. Now, just to tell you a bit about Kwese TV, there are a competitor, as I said, for DSTV, which is a uh, an African satellite services provider. And they've come in. Uh, it, now, they're owned by a company called Econet Media. Econet Media being owned by Econet Global, uh, which is uh, essentially Econet Wireless Global, rather, which is a company that was started. I don't know if, it's, if we can say, yeah, it comes from a company that was started by a Zimbabwean by the name of Strive Masiwa, Masiwa rather. The, the shareholding of Econet now, Econet, especially the bigger company, the Econet Global, is not known because a lot of it is shrouded and we are a private company and so forth. But it's a completely different story. So essentially, that's, that's where it is. But Strive Masiwa, uh, the, uh, apparently, uh, or rather, Strive Mercy was, uh, should we call it Strive Mercy? Let's just call it Quest TV because we don't know what he, how much of his handling is in there. But he is certainly the face of it. But uh, you know, as far as Quest TV is concerned, apparently they tried earlier, uh, tried to ride on a uh, service provider called uh, Dr. Dish. Now, Dr. Dish had a license from 2012 for a another satellite services provision service. So they couldn't provide that services, the satellite service called MyTV back then. And uh, so they just kept the license and so forth. And uh, then they went and had a content agreement with uh, Icadet. 
Now, the reality of the situation is the government decided, no, well, you know, according to what the government say, the Broadcasting Authority of Zimbabwe say that license fell away because the obligations under those licenses had not been met. So essentially, the license that was there was for my TV, which is telling you what is in the public domain, uh, by the way. So nah, it's becoming a, a bit of a war of words and, you know, on social media, people are like, oh, why, why are you shutting him out? And this goes against indigenization and whatnot and all that of the stuff. I mean, look, uh, on the indigenization part, there's nothing that says Kwesa TV is a Zimbabwean company and it's never claimed to be a Zimbabwean company. To be honest, I do think that we need more competition just for the record, just for those who think that no, wada wada. It's not because, you know, there might be whatever the case, maybe some people are like, oh, it's going to be, uh, just because uh, you know, Strive is going to come in and have going to have these alternative, I can call it Strive, Quest TV is going to come in and going to have all these other alternative stage, uh, uh, content that the government might not like. Let's face it, on DSTV, there's a lot of content that the government of Zimbabwe wouldn't like. For example, you stuff you find on ENCA and so forth who are not very complimentary as Zimbabwe same thing with the sky and many Zimbabweans have been able to find content for those who want content that is anti-government have been able to find a refuge on a DSTV so it's not I don't think it's a valid thing to say that um, the reason why the government wouldn't want Kwese in Zimbabwe is because of necessarily content I mean it's a nice thing to say and uh, you know I love a good conspiracy theory as much as anybody else but it just doesn't hold water. So what do I think it is? I think it's there's a lot of technicalities. I think there's a lot more going on than that meets the eye. And uh, like I say, with a lot of the stories, I think we need to wait it out a little bit. We need to find out what's happening. And right now, everybody's just playing gambit. Uh, certain media sources uh, claim that the uh, Dr. Dish is going to sue the Zimbabwean government and so forth over the cancellation of that license that they had. So we don't know what's going to happen. And I guess we're trying to get a comment also on the record from a lot of these guys is difficult because it's sub judice. So which essentially means that they can't really say anything without jeopardizing uh, their legal position. So I don't know. It's I think it's like I said, it's fun to have a, a conspiracy theory about what might or might not be happening. But in reality, I think uh, it's gonna it's gonna play out. And once once it becomes very clear, to be very very clear as to what's going on. I mean, when when one comes to think of it, I mean, when you really think about it, a lot of people have been trying to get licenses from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is one of the one of the, probably one of the most difficult places to get a TV license, even radio license for that matter. And if uh, pro you you find you know there's some who are even seen as pro government. They've been trying to get a TV license for the longest, but have not been able to. So, I don't know. It's kind of weird. We're just going to see how it plays out. I'm sure by the next episode of The Criticast, we'll have a lot more to say. It's Larry, you listen to The Criticast. So yes, Larry, you listen to the Criticast in the final segment, which is uh, more lifestyle. I don't ever call it lifestyle. I call it relationship segment. And kids are part of relationships and so forth. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, I asked the question this week, at what age should you allow your child to choose their own religion? 
And uh, these were the, some of the interesting responses. Uh, play some of them, and then I'll read a couple of the others that were on different platforms. In all honesty, I would want to say to my child, until you reach the age of 75 years, you're not leaving the religion that I am in. But I have come to learn that you can only influence a child's decision. You can instill your values in a child until they are about eight years. From then on, it's all about influence and negotiations. So really the issue of religion, eventually a child makes their own decision. And half the time, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, I was raised Methodist and at, the, at some age, I decided I didn't want to go to Methodist anymore. I chose my own church in as much as it was same religion. But my grandmother was not, she was not happy about it. And she did not want to talk to me for a while. So really, when it comes to religion, you can't hold on to your children until eternity comes. Hey, Larry, this is Kwanele, straight out of Gweru. Uh, I think... To answer your question, I think 13, 13 is the perfect, 13 is the perfect age for children to start to be allowed to choose their own religion, because uh, that's when 13, that's when the teen life starts. Uh, so children should be now allowed to make their own decisions on their own, without their parents telling them what to do. Hi Larry, this is Felix. Ideally, I'll say 16, but then nowadays with so many religions popping up, so many doctrines and teachings and many other weird things happening on the religious front, I will say as long as the child is under my roof, they have to follow um, my religion and beliefs. Uh, But when they're independent enough to leave the house and stay on their own, then they can follow whatever religion it is that they um, think uh, is suitable for them. So those are some of the responses that we got. And uh, just read you some of the other ones that we got online. Uh, Lovejoy says, when they get to the age of consent. Uh, Tony says, uh, my house is not a democracy, so choices are limited. Such a choice will be tolerated after my child leaves my house, subject to further terms and conditions. Warazo says, when he or she gets uh, to have his own family, no change of religion when you still ha- live under my roof. Uh, Priscilla says, until my child can pay her own rent, she can pick my uh, any religion she wants as long as it's Christianity and not much of a democracy there. Uh, when they uh, ain't under my roof seems to be something that is a consensus right there. Religion is a very individual thing, says Brendan. Uh, of course, by the way, when they ain't under my roof was from Cashbiz, shout out to you. But Brendan says, uh, religion is a very per- individual thing and so important to personal identity. I think parents need to be very sensitive to their children, guide them, but you can't be a dictator which only causes a resentment. And Prince uh, uh, came out and says, uh, for us Hebrews, we are instructed to teach the statutes, commands, and precepts of Yahweh, our children from then, uh, from an early age. Our problem is 
is most of us don't realize that we are Hebrews. And then Rachel finally says 16. When I say finally, because I'm, I'm actually opening a different account at the moment. And in essence, I think a lot of people, uh, it's a very sensitive topic, this religion topic, because what it does is, is, is a lot of the precepts that come ac- across from a religious perspective is, well, we, we're talking about the possibility of people's identity, people's traditions, people's uh, mode of language and communication and so forth. So a lot of people will catch feelings. And that was the the, the general consensus that I, after all this time, what is my child going to do? He's going to do whatever they like. Like, for example, Lira comes up when they start uh, asking questions that come from within when their experiences shape their beliefs, their best is to allow them to do to to uh, to wander freely. And uh, all things Zim, that's a Twitter handle, says, never do a disclosure, I'm a practicing athe- atheist. Um, someone whose handle is Amy Marquez says, the age of consent. Uh, Tapiwa4 says, as long as they're in my house eating my food, they are, they are bound by my rules. In your own house, do whatever. And then we've got Ishe Anes who says, parents can't allow them. They can only accept once one decides to follow a certain religion, you can't stop them. Religion is about their mind. Tawu says, when they become their own man. And finally, Donald says, mine will never choose. I have already chosen for them because they are products of my faith. It's a complicated one. It's it's a truly complicated situation because essentially religion and belief and all that other stuff constructs are personal things. And whatever we hold true decides what we'll do. You know, most people believe that it's connected to the afterlife. So if your child comes comes in and they said, okay, they were they believed in in Hinduism and so forth, and you believed in Christianity and so forth, so you you. You're almost feeling like you're accepting a different destiny for your child, that if they're going to decide that they're going to be reincarnated and meanwhile back at the ranch, you're thinking that you're going to end up in heaven, you're separated. So, yeah, it's complicated. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of The Criticast. Take care of all the people that you love. But before we go, uh, the email address is info at larryquidirai.com. Go on to Twitter at Quidirai. Uh, has got a Y-I at the end. Do not miss an episode of the Criticast available on iTunes. Just look for Criticast and uh, the, the subscribe. And then also go to Iona, Iona.fm and just look for the Criticast. And then you'll be able to uh, make sure you don't miss an episode by loading it onto your RSS feed device. Also, remember, Criticast is a production of Three Mob Radio. Uh, three Men on a Boat, rather, is a Three Men on a Boat production. Three Mob Radio is one of the other companies there. And also, check out uh, check me out on ZFM Stereo every Wednesday between 8.30 and 9 p.m. on Health Matters. And every Thursday between 7.30 and 8.30 on the media platform. Uh, yep, that's about it. With that, I say thank you very much, and I leave you with the words that I like to use in my life, and that's to say, sometimes life is about looking for the question. It's been Larry. It's been The Criticast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?